Good morning, y'all. Good morning, y'all. Country mornings with Kyle and Kendra. Country 104. You can uh, go to a sign-in partner. Okay. And sign sign in with your bank account number and your password for your like GSTD bank app. I do. Yeah, it's so easy. That's what I use every time. Okay. Well, that is what I'm doing from now on because trying to make your own login is a nightmare. It really is. So, yeah, I gave up on that. I use the sign-in partner now every time. I'm going to do that, and hopefully it works for me moving forward. Thank you for this. I appreciate it. You just solved, like, my biggest problem of the week. There you go. (laughs) Country 104. Family game nights help in math and problem-solving skills in children, which, I mean, I feel like that's an obvious answer, right? Yeah, that makes makes too much sense. Makes so much sense. For sure. So there, I feel like there's a revolving door of games. There's classic games. There's games that come out every few years. There are, I walk through the game section in Walmart like once a week and I swear there's a new game every week and I'm like, what is this? I'm now curious, Kyle, what is your favorite game to play on family game nights? And have you found any new ones recently? Gosh, are we going cards too? Does that count? Yeah, because I know you guys have a huge Euchre tournament, so we will include cards. Okay. A euchre's yeah. right up there for sure, yes. but one for me that I grew up playing, especially with my uncle and my family, uh, was Skippo. And it's a game where oh. you have you have a side pile of like 20 cards, and yes. you have cards in your hand, and you basically have to put them in order from 1 to 12. And it's it's kind of like an extension of Uno, but not really. Yes. But you've got to you've got to essentially get rid of your pile on the left. While there are four piles in the middle and you can discard cards in front of you and then use them later on. But there's so much like there's so much strategy that goes into yes. play. There's oh my so God, much I forgot about Skippo. <laughs> there's so much thinking. It's not just about trying to just get a card out of your hand. It's maybe you save that card because you know you'll go on a run later. There's there's so much yeah. into it. I learned so much about strategy and patience during that game. Because patience, as you know, is not one of my strong suits. Right. <laughs> Right. Awful. And for what? For a fam- For my family, we had family game night as well. I loved family game night. We used to have this handmade wooden like marble board, which is basically like the game of trouble. But you play with the deck of cards and marbles, and you you go around the board, and you like hop over your family's marble, and then you steal their marble. And at the end, if you have everybody's marbles, you're the winner, and all this stuff. And I. Loved it. It started so many fights with me and my sister being like, I think you miscounted. Like, you're only supposed to move seven places, and I think you went eight. And she's like, nope, you have recounted. Like, it was intense. But it was so much fun, and it really did, like you said, help me with math skills because I was counting. It also, you needed to be strategic because if you laid the wrong card at the wrong time, Kyle, and you moved a certain amount of spaces, you know, you wouldn't get to where you needed to be. And I... Absolutely love family game night. I feel like after, especially when you're a kid, if you lost enough, then you were like, okay, I need to switch things up. So you start thinking yes. outside, like you you had to lose a lot to eventually learn how to win. I know it's a, it's a tried and true saying, but that was where I, I really learned one patience, but I figured out how to win by losing so often. You get extra strategic when you're so sad that you've lost a million That's times. That's it. Country 104. Oh, there's lots still sprinkled in between, Kyle. Maybe 740 we're like, games. We're like an ice cream cone today. <laughs> we've got all the staples that is the ice cream, and then we've got the sprinkles and all the <laughs> toppings in between, right? <laughs> if anyone ever asks, 
How would you describe your show? I'm going to look them dead in the eye. I'm going to say, like an ice cream cone. Like an ice cream no cone, No smile, no smirk, and just hope they get it. Everybody enjoys us unless you're lactose intolerant. <laughs> in which case, stay away. Country 104. Discussing proposals. A lot of people do ask the family members for permission or at least tell them that they're going to propose. But we're curious if you've involved the friends in any way, shape or form. And we're getting a lot of great answers this morning. Most people are saying that to each their own. It depends on the scenario that you're in. We've gotten some crazy stories as well. And this is, this is why we're here. This 519 number, I haven't read it to Kyle yet, and it is a doozy. Okay? Oh, you haven't? I thought we were. We have another one. I have two you have for two? you. Yeah. So here's the first one. It says, my fiance and I got engaged back in December. We've been together for 10 years, nice. but we were high school sweethearts. So when I finally asked her parents and mine, all of them just basically said, yeah, what's been taking you so long? Sure. So he said, we kind of figured that it was happening, but you didn't need to ask anybody because we were already considering us family. We've yep. been together for 10 years. But my mom then had an unexpected surgery a couple days later. Well, it turns out when she was all up in those medicines, Kyle, she let it slip to the doctor that her future daughter-in-law would be picking her up from the high from the surgery and she had to completely backtrack apparently while high on medicine that she she was just talking <laughs> nonsense and she had no idea what was going on i didn't let anything slip oh my gosh like those videos where k- kids get their tonsils removed and they are in the car and like their parents are filming and they're just letting loose everything. Yeah. So, so the yeah. parent was just giving out every secret imaginable and being like, you guys are going to get married. Yeah. So she had to make sure the doctor awesome. didn't let anything slip as well as herself. So great story this morning. And we'll leave this one with you guys because it's just too good not to share. I'm going to leave you anonymous as well. And it's my ex-husband okay. took my best friend out for dinner and bought them a gift and advised her and asked permission to propose. Of course, she said yes, then got fully involved and invested with him by picking out the ring and how he was going to ask. So that was that. And, and this then, is the ex-husband and the best and friend. And the best friend. Okay. Maid of honor. Can, like meeting up to propose to said person. Yes. Okay. She said after that was that, we had the wedding, everything went down. 16 years later... He left me for her. <laughs> um, oh, my God. Well, then, that escalated very quickly. Whoa. Yeah. Was it one of those you, you should have seen it coming? I, I don't want to ask too many questions, not, Kyle. Not, sorry, not they should have seen it coming, <laughs> but, like, when you look back on it, yeah, you yeah. Like, Were there the, all the warning signs. All the red flags. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Country 104. Driving past the wonderful Paris Fairgrounds yesterday and read on the sign that they have an upcoming poutine and mac and cheese festival. And the first thing I thought was, oh, that is my name written all over it. I am all for this. I'd go to town. Right? I was like, I'm going to see if my husband and my son wants to come. And then I had to stop myself because I said, this would be my husband's nightmare because he's he's allergic to dairy. So bringing him to a poutine and mac and cheese festival would be his nightmare. Oh, because the lactose? Yeah, so he's allergic to dairy, so he wouldn't be able to enjoy anything. I I even think the smell would be detrimental to his day. start feeling the effects of it, yeah. So I thought, it got me thinking, what is the worst thing your significant other has ever dragged you to (laughs) or could? 
into fruition? What is something that you could take Emma to or vice versa that you'd be like, that is a no for me? Oh, gosh. How do I say this without throwing (laughs) anybody under the bus here? (laughs) I think if there was like a big, like a big makeup Events like convention, like a convention for like Sephora or something. Yes, that would be. You'd be like, oh. like they hold my purse. We've like, all. I'm staying home today. Every guy listening right now, we have been there where you're walking with your 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 significant other. Yeah. You go to the you go to the mall, and you walk by the Sephora or the whatever store, mm-hmm. and it's just. <laughs> chaos and it's makeup and <laughs> eyeliner and stuff and you, you you last maybe like three four minutes yeah and you're like i get i'm gonna go wait outside babe i can't yeah i can't do this anymore it's busy it's crowded you're looking at different shades of things you think he's the exact same color <laughs> but it's not you're not helping in any situation so if there was like a two-day makeup convention yeah, or tutorial where like all the big answer. name brands were yeah. there it's like rare beauty, Sephora, like anything. I'd be, I'm at, I, I can't do it. That First would be, I would trek. Yes, I know rare beauty because Selena Gomez. <laughs> I'm okay? so proud of you, Kyle. Country mornings with Kyle and Kendra on Country 104.